Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side yeah. of sports. I'm your host, Laws, yeah. in the building. Last week, I was hurt, hurt, bro. That's right. You already know. I was hurt, hurt. I was on my deathbed last week, yeah. Remember the Jordan game when the Bama was playing sick? Hanging off Pippen like, dog. That coronavirus is no joke, bro. That Jones serious. Have you have you experienced the corona at all? Negative. Dog, Negative. you out here in the matrix, dog, like. Dog, got it. But you got more moving pieces going on in your life than I do. That's a fact, dog. It's the little one got us, dog. We took her to a little, because it's a little, it's called like Little Gym. At the gym, when you go to the gym, they have like this little play area for the kids and stuff. So it's really a smooth model because you can like work out in your kid. You got, you kind of got, it's not free childcare because there ain't nothing free, Joe. You know, that don't cost. But like, They'll like watch your kid while you like work out and stuff. So I you know me, dog. I'm all about let's just keep it in the house. Don't I ain't trying to mess with it. <laughs> but you can't deprive the kid, you know what I'm saying? You can't deprive the kid. So I guess they was doing a little arts and crafts joint around the table and then came home with the with the burner, dog. That joint just crept through the household. She had a fever and she she had like a pretty severe fever. And then once the fever, we got the fever under control. She was like back to normal, dog. It really lasted like one one night. It hit her heavy. Um, the missus was good. For the most part, she had a cold. I was up that jump ringing a bell. I was <laughs> in and out of convulsions. I'm in the bedroom. Like, just think about all the bad decisions I made in my life, dog. It just... Did you ever think you might be on your way out of here? Nah. See, that. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I've been sick before, dog. You know, you you know, when I get sick, I, I'm, I'm a, like a, a walking apothecary, dog. I got all the home remedies, young. Shout out my man, Rick. Wellness period. I just grew... <laughs> dog, you already know. I grew up in a household like that, dog. So... We already had the elderberry on deck, you know, zinc lozenges, the the whole, you know, cayenne pepper or anything that's going to get you back right. We had it in the crib. So I'm thinking I'm going to just take that jump and just bounce back quick. You know how I like to do. Nah, buddy, that jump is stronger, dog. It's stronger. I thought the little slingshot was going to finish Goliath. That Bama ate that rock and was like, nah, champ. This <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to do it. So it really, like, it took me down. To, it took me down, bro. I was in the room with no lights for, like, three days, young. Trying to get back. And, like, now I'm back. But I'm still got a little congestion, little little faint cough that come with a little bit of mucus behind it. Like, it, it ain't over yet. But I, I never felt like I was out of here or like I had to go to the hospital. But that sore throat I had, bro, top top 10 worst sore throat jumps I ever experienced in my life, though. I- it felt like a Bama had a Gensu blade knife to my neck and just was just like going back and forth like this on my on my tonsils, though. That joint hurts. Hurts something serious. 
Dog, no relief. I'm taking teas, everything. That joint laughing at me like a villain, dog, on TV. It was nothing working for that sore throat, bro. That's a fact. Um, uh, yeah, it, but I'm I'm back now, young. I'm ready for the, like, you know, when you get back from being sick, you ready for everything to open back up, dog. Like, I'm ready to go outside again, no mask, everything, just... Just live life, young. I felt like I done endured the worst of it. Now I need some warm weather so I can bust out the clubs. Uh, bro, we're going to get into some stuff today. We're going to talk today. I got a rant in me about these Washington Wizards, dog. I have one queued up, dog, for the Washington Wizards today. I've been holding back because I've been just trying to wait and see like what's gonna happen or whatever. I'm done with all that though. We 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 finished with the waiting on the on the Washington Wizards though. We finished on waiting on the Washington Wizards. I'm going all the way in today, so y'all can already just get get ready for that because that that that's definitely coming. That's definitely coming. Um, shout out my man Van. He's celebrating the birth birthday this week. Uh, shout out to the to the, the one of the loyal loyalists. Is that a word? Uh, one of my our most loyal listeners to the show. Um, I appreciate you, man. May God bless you with many more happy uh, birthday to you. Uh, I know you enjoying. You getting up there, bro? You are getting up there. That's a fact. Uh, I'm right behind you. I actually side note. Van knew me when I was young, young. When I used to hoop, hoop, earn. But like, you met me like after all the stories. But when I used to be like screaming on Bamas and laughing at people's faces and telling Bamas they sorry, they a bum and all types of funny. Like that's when he knew me. And the quietest kept Bamas ain't really want me on the team when I first got on the squad. But they knew I was championship pedigree though. So they kind of overlooked some of my antics. <laughs> they overlooked the antics, dog. But they knew they knew I was strapped, strapped down defender. They knew I had bounce, and I could score the basketball, young. Know? So uh, we ended up getting about three chips. You know, some slight. You know how they go, bro. You know how it go. Uh, but shout out to him. Shout out to Van. Um, I hope, hope you enjoyed your birthday, bro. Uh, do I want to let's get let's do a question of the day question of the day let me go ahead and get this question real quick oh we got a doozy let's go here all right my boyfriend is very secretive with his phone oh here we go he always has it with him he even takes it to the bathroom with him or the shower I tried to use his phone for directions one time because my my phone was dead and he snatched it away from me. If he shows me something on his phone, he is like very protective over it and peering over my shoulders. He says he's just always been that way. Unfortunately, it gives me more trust issues than any other relationship I've been in. Is this, excuse me, is this normal behavior for a man? Am I being too paranoid? I can't even use his phone to look something up when mine is dead. He is the same way with his computer. He has text notifications turned off on all of his devices. What should I do? All right. I mean, I don't know what you should do, but he definitely got the youngest in circulation on the phone. There's <laughs> no other explanation. Not in circulation, though, Aaron. <clears throat> no, this is a fact. The, okay, I was so the what, same way when I <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so what's the what's the what's the signs though? He won't let her. Touch I mean, that is the sign. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never know who gonna text and what they gonna text at any given moment. It might be the IG DMs popping up on the joint. You you never. Know. 
<laughs> he said he can't risk it, huh? Aaron? No. So, so what she need? That put a light bulb over her head, and then it, that's it. You just go hit a joint for the rest of the relationship. So he feel like he'd rather deal with the 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 insecurities based on her not being able to see anything versus her seeing the wrong thing, and it just completely derail. But it's young as in the phone, hundred percent. <laughs> Hundred percent. The only thing that I can think of that'll keep Obama, where he not trying to like give you directions, let you hold the phone, peering over your shoulder. He got he got some incriminating information on that jump. That's a fact. It's something on there. I don't know if it's a whole bunch of youngers in circulation, because everybody don't get. It's at least one joint that ain't supposed to be in circulation. Okay. Okay. At least one. Okay. But if it's one, it's probably more. Why stop at one? If that's the life that I'm living. (laughs) Dog, that joint too risky, bro. What is he doing? So what she need to do? Does she need to confront him or just it's no evidence? But if you feeling that way. No, it's not enough evidence to, to go super hand, but you can walk away. If the Bama not putting you in a space where you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. rather than wait until it hit the fan, just walk away, dog. Or she go wait for the full heartbreak where she curled up in the fetal position crying. You don't want to go to know. work, don't want to eat. Just, just avoid that whole situation and just keep it moving. Dog, but she knows she curiosity young. already got her, dog. She want to be an FBI agent. She already want to look out. Like, Curiosity will get the cat killed every time, dog. Just leave it alone, walk away, and keep it moving. You've even forgot all about it in a couple months. But if you see what you're looking for, it's going to take a lot longer to shake. It is going to take a, a lot longer. What do you think? What do you think? What's the worst thing that's going to be in there that she going that would spin her mind crazy? Video or pictures? Oh, nah, it's the video yeah. and the pictures. <laughs> dog, shut it down. Bama won't even let her touch the keyboard on the computer, dog. He got <laughs> yeah, the computer's egregious. <laughs> he might got some. He might got some 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 type. Yeah, so, some the kind you ain't supposed to have. That Bama <laughs> got a porn addiction or something going on, dog. Yeah, the computer's egregious. I can see the phone, but the computer that's wild. This man on AOL Instant Messenger or something? Like, what is... He got 70 Bumble accounts, all types of stuff going on. <laughs> hey, yeah, that man out there, yeah. It's egregious. Go ahead. just So this is the thing. This is what you need to do. You need to just accept that it's egregiousness on the job. Just go ahead, accept it. And then say, what level of egregious could you deal with? And what you, what you can't? And depending on what what you can deal with versus what you can't, because it sounds like you can't even deal with the Bama phone on lock right now. So you might need to just go ahead and get keep it moving. You might need to just, just go ahead and keep it moving. Yeah, you might need to just go ahead and make that happen and get up out of there, dog. Because that heartbreak, that jump, you gonna be eating ice cream every day. It's cold. You can, it's, it's a fail. Uh okay. On to some sports. Uh the Dolphins hired a new coach, dog. Mike, what's his name? Mike McDonald. Aaron. Is 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 the Bama is the Bama black? Play action. They just caught you with the play action. Cause they tied a hair in your mouth. About who they hiring on their teams? Dog, they said he. They said he's mixed race. Mixed with what? French and Italian. That part they ain't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that part they ain't tell you. It could be anything. No, first of first of all, he comes out and says, "I don't have to defend my my ethnicity to anybody." The heck you don't. That tell you, dog. That tells me that's the number one white characteristic right there, shining through. Fact. Arrogance. Fact. 
Don't have to do nothing for nobody, especially not no black people clamoring about injustice, right? Right. The conversation no. would went a whole different way if he identified as black. Off break. But what he he identifies white, but he checks black on the application sometimes if he feel like it's gonna get him a leg up. So he won the Bama's that played both sides of the fence. Both sides of the fence. Yeah, dog. I'm he do like he could be related to Rick though. He do. He do. He, he do. got a little bit of Rick. <laughs> he and Rick embraces his white right side. Yeah, we embrace his white side. He be straight. Rick, we try to get out, him to dog. do. It. We try to get him to do it so many times, dog. I'm like, yeah, you could have been the man, at DC, bro. <laughs> Watch out, Rick. But yeah, dog. I, yeah, I, I just coaches getting hired right, right and left. The enemy still without a job. Uh, looks like the Saints, they, they interviewed the enemy, I think for like three hours, they was in an interview with him. And then they end up hiring their uh, defensive coordinator for the team. Uh, Lovey Smith got a job. We got one, huh? for the For the one and done uh, franchise where they bring you in the tank, then fire you at the end of the year? What are they gonna do about Deshaun Watson, though? I feel like they still have no, no decision made on that whole, that whole situation. I think you're gonna find out closer to the draft. Um, is somebody gonna end up making a move for him, giving up draft capital to get him? If not, mm-hmm. do they plan to just sit him another year? Does he plan to sit out another year? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what. Will he get suspended too? Is he still going to get suspended or he going to get the time served? No, I mean, he's got to get suspended. The longer this drags out, he got to miss games. Oh, he missed the whole year. But it was never officially due to what happened. I, if I was him, I'd have felt better off just getting suspended last year or something versus just letting it drag on and drag on. But, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure the uh, NFLPA will fight it. But, you know, if this Bama didn't pull the perv move on 30 youngins and then he just get to touch the field without a suspension. I don't know if a Bama get to touch the field. I mean... He had to have a discussion with the NFLPA talk about like time served. Like, I'm not playing. They're not playing me. They're not trading me. So like, you can't, you can't give me the double jeopardy out here. Like, you can't give me a year suspension and I don't already missed a year. Did a Washington football team make a play? To do what? For Deshaun. What you mean? Everybody a punk over here. Commanders. Stop it. (laughs) That drinks like a WNBA (laughs) slash AFL slash CFL squad. No, they they can't do that. Not with what's already going on. And you know the 14th, they got to come up off of that, uh, all of the information they found in the investigation into um, Gruden. So... As a Monday, it's probably going to get worse over here. You find out if Dan is really invincible, really Teflon or not. Dog, what's coming out? What's going to come out in the report huh, that we don't already know? More people doing the same stuff you already heard about. Probably a little bit more racism from other whiteys in the building. Other Bamas in executive positions trying to use their uh, seniority to get some cheeks. You know how them Bamas operate over there. If Dan survived this, y'all need to stop. He's not going anywhere ever. Y'all gonna have to kill his Bama to get him out of there. <laughs> if he survived this drink, it's over. No, I thought he survived the worst of it. I mean, in theory, you think he did, but you don't know what's in that in those files. They not gonna let everything out, dog. 
They ha- Congress is getting it. You think they're not gonna let it out so they can posture? Yeah, even with this Flores uh like lawsuit against the NFL and the teams, they not gonna let that information and stuff come out. They gotta right. keep they're that doing their own investigation. Yeah, they doing their own investigation on that. But Congress is the one asking for the reports on um the 14th. So that's a whole different ball game. They're going to try to get as much as the OC in out as possible and use it to posture during campaigns. Midterms coming up too. And they don't have no real stuff to talk about with Trump out of the White House. So they're going to just pick and choose the stuff out of there that they can use and act like they care about the youngins when they really don't. Because they be doing the same thing over there in Congress. Yeah, no. It's going to be 14. That's what we're waiting for. The 14. Six days. If you see the Bama step down beforehand or something, why? If you start seeing Bama's on the commanders just start stepping down or stepping aside or spending time with the family, you already know it's about to be something egregious that's going to be in the file. We want to see how I want to see how Jay Gruden was talking too. I got a feeling there's some N words in there from Jay Gruden. Oh, you already you already know. <laughs> you already know. Speaking of N words, though. I it blows me. I saw the clip this week with Marcellus Wiley going on there trying to defend. Who was he defending again? He was defending uh the hiring practices and stuff in the NFL. Oh I was that joke made me angry, bro. That joke made me angry. I'm like, I thought they got rid of what's his name who was cooning on there all day long. Uh, I can't think of his name. Who used to be on that show also. The ultimate the cool. No neck Bammer. Yeah. But yeah. That, that's what that time slot was for. For them to get that slot, they had to at least meet him halfway. You would think that somebody that grew up where Marcellus Wiley grew up you know what I mean like he got the background where you would expect more from him but you know Bama's a shucking job for a dollar dog but it was just so unnecessary and and for those who didn't see it it's a clip Marcellus Wiley he's basically on TV talking about the NFL and how you know it's not that the league is necessarily racist but that you know we don't you you it's not just your merits that get you the job. It's your relationships and stuff like that. And basically trying to say nobody liked Brian Flores. And so that's why he he lost his job and couldn't get another one and this, this, and that. And he kissed like, enough ass for him. How much ass Bill Belichick kiss? Like you never hear this conversation about coaches compromising their morals and, and their philosophies when it comes to these white coaches. But then you got these coons that get on these networks and try to act like, oh, you just didn't do enough. Like, he didn't. they didn't have to say anything in reference to it. Some stuff, even if you don't agree, you can just leave alone. But there's always coons like Tiki Barber and, you know, it's just certain guys that they just lean to when they need you to, when they need white people to be defended by somebody that's not white. Though, when you look at the numbers... To sit here and say we don't have a problem, you're not looking at the data correctly. People of color in the league, 1,220 players, three head coaches, 432 white players, 26 head coaches, dog. It says people of color, too. One of those is Ron Rivera. This Jonah egregious. And, you know, I mean, the NFL definitely has a problem. And for them to say that they don't, they're lying. They don't think they have a problem, though. Y'all got a problem. They don't have a problem. (laughs) Yeah, dog. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Brian Dayball looked like an attorney whose clients all go to jail. Go ahead, dog. Why they do that to that man? 
he looked like what's his name off of the uh off of the NF Fox NFL network, the ball head Bama. Used to Jay be in Glazer. the UFC. Yeah, old Jay Glazer hit it. No, is Brian Dayball gonna be the answer for the Giants? The issue with the Giants is quarterback. They well, general general manager and quarterback. They whiffed and missed on the quarterback. And and he went out of his way to try to emphasize that he knew more about football than everybody else with eyes and that Daniel Jones was going to be this player that he didn't end up becoming. And whenever you draft a quarterback that high and it doesn't work out, especially when the quarterback is terrible, then that's what happens with your franchise. You get set back until you can move on from that quarterback. And it looks like they're going to try them out for another year. So is he going to be the answer this year? No. No. But you'll have to see what else they end up doing at quarterback. Uh, uh, on to some basketball, though. Uh, dog, the Washington Wizards had one job, dog. <laughs> These Bamas had one job, Aaron. One job. That's it. Get Sabonis on this roster. And instead, John Wall about to have surgery on his wrist. Sabonis, he gets traded to Sacramento. We don't get anything. Now, it's come down to the midnight hour for for the trade deadline. And now, who knows what's going to happen? Because you know when Bama's get desperate. The Wizards, as of late, they have lost all, like, they're actually playing like they don't like each other. Like, it just turned over so quickly. I don't even know what happened, though. Like, Dimwitty came out, tried to say he tried to like speak up for the team as a leader. Bro, you're not balling. You're not getting no buckets. Nobody's going to listen to you. You can't talk if you a scrub. You go two for 25. Don't get no steals. Don't average eight to 12 assists as the point guard position. How are you going to say anything that somebody's going to listen to? You don't want to sit down somewhere? The Wizards have played horrible. Since that last game when they uh they gave up the 35 points, the Bamas have been getting blown out game after game, 20-point demo every game. And you can tell there's no chemistry. Um, the only people that I feel like are safe on this roster is Kispert. And maybe that's it, dog. That's it. He the only one seems like he wanna play night in and night out. Um the team looks terrible. And there's no way, like, I'm trying to figure out, they, they told me that they was going to get some bonus and that he was going to solve our troubles. And instead... That's the problem. They told everybody instead of making a damn trade. It's so terrible, dog. When you let the Sacramento Kings outmaneuver you for a trade piece... That says a lot about your franchise. That's it. That, that, that's a huge statement about your franchise. And right now, the Wizards are trash. The coaching staff, they bought the, the other night, trash. first the Heat, the Batman was about to wreck somebody in the stands because they said something. Dog, jump out there with me. <laughs> Cause, cause, cause right now, if you mad about it, do something about it on the court. Don't be trying to come in the stands and fight randoms in the stands when you, when you can, you actually have a place where you can, uh, put, you know, put out your frustration. How dare you get mad at a fan in a, in a joint talking trash? Cause he paid money to come see y'all scrubs and y'all getting washed by twenty and thirty every night. Versus teams that's not even like that, though. I mean, yeah, the Heat, they washed you and they probably should, but like, God can wash by everybody. John don't make no sense to me. 
Wes Unsell Jr. looked lost, like he ain't got no answers. Like, I, I don't know if they just took the rug from up underneath my man. Like, it looked like Batman's don't, they ain't listening to him neither no more. Like, he's a mute voice. Like, we be like, get back on defense and stuff. Like, it's like almost like the Scotty Brooks effect, dog. With Bama's was just doing whatever they wanted to do. The team not playing together. Bama's not sharing a rock no more. Kuzma, he in a uh, post-game press conference looking depressed. Talking about, yeah, I mean, the team just don't even, like, vibe like that, you know, and this, this, and that. And and the team just has, has tanked. And I don't know, I don't know what is Tommy doing right now. You are. Let me let me lower my voice because the Batman is still getting back. I ain't even all the way back healthy. <laughs> Tommy, we back here again, dog. I, Ernie 2.0, we back here again. I'm starting to question your decision making because right now the team is looking like it doesn't have a vision. And we've said, you know, it doesn't look really to have a vision, but we're going to try to give it some time and see and help see if you could put pieces. You know, you've made some different moves and roster moves. But right now, where the team is sitting at right now, you need to make a power move that I don't think you have in your arsenal to make. I do have I have little to no confidence in the decisions that are being made with this basketball team at this moment right now. The team can't even get a win. Is the season done, Aaron? Is it over? Oh yeah. Because it seemed done. like they throwing it seemed like they throwing a the towel. And Bill um is getting surgery on his wrist. Season in the surgery, so that's a wrap. So what does this mean for Bill? Do we are we able to resign him and get him back, or this is a smooth move off into free agency where he's not having to play and play with this team that's dysfunctional right now? Value is probably dropped talk- based on this contract season. That he's not going to be, he's probably not going to get the money. I mean, somebody will max him out because there's not enough superstars to go around in the NBA. So there'll be a team to pay him, but he's not going to end up a part of a big three or a big two. You know what I mean? In the NBA after the, the season, the way the season's gone. This is, this is the, the Wizards worst nightmare right here. You got a braggy build that's hurt that even if you wanted to trade him, you cannot. You're stuck. You have pieces on his roster, which I don't know which what kind of shuffle, how you're going to shuffle these cards and, and try to do something. I don't know. But right now, losing out on uh, Sabonis puts you in a very vulnerable, desperate position. And, and when you think about like desperate positions, I feel like when you're when you're in a position like the Wizards are in right now, they're in a more desperate position than the Philadelphia 76ers who has a superstar that's not even suiting up healthy scratch every night and they're just holding back until they get the deal they want they're in a better position than you are Washington you ought to be ashamed to have all these pieces to start the year out the way that you start the year out to have all this promising like uh, talent on your roster and then to be stuck here not being able to move pieces and get and acquire acquisitions of players that you truly want on your team. You should be ashamed, Tommy. Yes, you. You sold us and a And now all of those pieces though. that had all of that value early in the year all have been depreciated. Every single one. Who does anybody want on this team right now? Who's your asset? The only assets you have on this team, you cannot afford to give to anybody. Kyle Kuzma is an asset that you have on this team that you can't afford to give to anybody right now. And Bradley Bill. But you couldn't get Bradley Bill away even if you wanted with his injury currently. So everybody else, to me, is expendable. 
I like Kispert. I think he's a young, promising uh, player, and I would love to keep him. But, like, he might be your only viable piece that people really want. Nobody wants Carwell Pope, oh, streaky, 50-50 shooting head self. Nobody wants uh, Bertans, who you pay all this money to, who now has little to no value. I can... It might be a rec team that don't even want Bertans on it right now. That's what you've done to his value. Playing him eight minutes a night to see if he can catch fire. What kind of game plan is that? To, to give try Denny Avi a minute. Denny Avi, like, who the- can't catch a... He can't guard anybody in the league. To any top player in the league, he cannot guard. Uh, uh, Butler was... 450 banking his head all night. He couldn't do nothing with him. He's too frail. He he doesn't know how to stay in front of his defense. He can't score. He reaches. He can't. Yeah, he playing 28 minutes a night. How, Sway? How? I don't understand it. Because Tommy's going to call on substitutions. Like, uh, Wes Unsell Jr. is not established enough as a coach for you to be playing like these guys are basketball players they've been in the league for years they know when a coach is or when they should be playing versus another Bama you've been behind Bama's as bums what did you think about the coach you you didn't have respect for that guy and the same for the GM so regardless if the trade line is coming up trade deadline you don't get to just sit there and play genie with people's minutes and you sacrifice the chemistry of the team and the winning over trying to make a move and you sabotage the season so now you got to deal with it, and he has to be fired. You, but he's not going to be fired. Because I, it's I, the same thing with the, the nepotism and the buddy system over there that it is everywhere else. Where Ted's making comfortable hires instead of hiring somebody to help him win at the damn program. Sam Cassell oh, should have been the hire, dog. This is Tommy should have Tommy been there 20 years. He was right there as Ernie's understudy. Why is he he hired as a GM if Ernie wasn't good enough. It's a comfortable hire. It doesn't make any sense to me. You got a team. You got Rui Hachimura. This Bama is thirsting for... Dog, you're not even that good of a scorer to just be jacking threes and shooting shots because we know you know we know we what you're doing it for. But, like, they even had the space and the ability... Why is Thomas Bryant out there jumping around? We don't see. I'm not seeing Gafford no more. Like it's just, it's 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 unacceptable. It's idiotic what they did to. The, it's it's idiotic. idiotic, though. And I'm upset because I'm like the Wizards fooled me again, though. They fooled me again. When you don't do things the right way, dog. This is the kind of stuff that happens. And even when they're in a in a point of leverage, in a point where it looks like they're going to be successful, they find a way to mess it up. Because nobody in this city ever does anything the right way when it comes to sports. It's always about, you got the marketing team doing draft, and you got the GM doing the coaching. It just, it doesn't make sense. It's not nearly as complicated as they made it out to be. Not nearly as complicated. Now the team is in disarray. Dog, they don't want to play with each other. They don't like each other. None, like, all the stuff we saw the first 20 games of the season, Bama's high-fiving, doing post-games, laughing, kicking, and all of that is halted. None of that exists anymore. These Bama's want nothing to do with each other. They don't like each other. You can tell by the way they play on the court. They don't even pass to each other. I'm watching the games. Bama's is wide open in the corner, and they jacking shots or just driving to the rim and just... It's terrible, dog. It's terrible. And somebody needs to be held responsible for it. These these radio guys, they don't... They're not even talking... They're not even putting blame on nobody. Maybe we the only people who still care. But Dinwiddie, I I put him on the bench. He's a bum. He he wouldn't even play. I'll just be, I'll that was a swing in the midst. Swing in the miss. 
and you can tell him I said it. Send him the tape. I don't care, dog. I don't have no allegiance to none of these Bamas. They can see me in the streets, and it don't matter, dog. It don't matter. But we're not going to sit here and act like Dinwiddie got a voice to be saying anything. Dog, you're trash right now, bro. You don't like that statement? Then stop being trash. I grew up in an era, you already know, when it comes to sports, I grew up in an era where if you didn't like something about somebody had to say about you, what you have to do, Earn? Punch them in the mouth or do better. That's the only two <laughs> options, dog. That's the only two <laughs> options. And he not built to do either one. There's only two options, though. You either get on the court and cook, or you be called a bum, because you are. And, and of course, you know, the adult, well, you ain't no NBA player. You can't be saying that. Dog, we get out there. I drop 50 on you, blah, blah, blah. Dog, if I play amongst my peers, I'm going to cook. You can put $100 on whatever you want to put on it. My peers, I'm cooking. You're not cooking in your with your peers. If I play basketball for a living, I'd be cooking my peers. If, if you get 30 minutes, dog, and as many shots as he gets, you're going to have more than 6.7 points in the box score at the end of a game. Like, that's egregious for your starting point guard. Egregious. And he's not even conscious enough to know, like, my shot's not falling, I'm going to stop taking... He takes bad shots. He's not even taking wide-open rhythm shots. He... he two, three dribbles, get to a spot and pull up with a hand in his face. It's just, it just, it's not working. And maybe he's hurt. Maybe that's the answer, but we don't have to pretend like the signing worked or that he's not the bum that he is at this point in his um, recovery. He's sorry. They don't have a point guard. They don't have a backup point guard. That's the bottom line. And how are you going to play NBA basketball without a point guard? That's the most important position on your team, especially if you don't have a dominant, dominant, like a KD, a LeBron. You know what I mean? Like, you need a point guard. He lied to me, er. The fact that you knew they were going after Sabonis gave away all of the le- any leverage that the team had. And it's st- it's just stupid. Because the, the, these teams in this area constantly try to to GM through the media. It's like people start getting worried. They start putting out, okay, this is what we doing. This is what we doing. Just chill out. Keep buying the tickets. Keep coming to the games. And the Bama sabotage their own move. Because if you get Sabonis in here and move out some of these other players, like we said at the beginning of the year, there were too many players at the same position and not enough minutes to go around. Like, it's fine and dandy when guy, it's the beginning of the season. You know what I mean? Bama's been out all, all season. They're making sacrifices. But then when you start talking about Bama's being in contract years, like Harrell, like Bill, and then you got three, four power forwards you're trying to play, then you get Rui come back and Thomas Bryant, who haven't been a part of any of the success and then they just getting rolled out there and getting preferential treatment and you see Gafford being set dog it just like guys are not going to deal with it and and you don't have Popovich making these decisions mm-hmm. you got a Bama who just got hired who father was the GM of the team and Bama's looking like was this the guy like what has he done to earn this spot and then you got him playing with guys minutes they automatically going to lose respect for him yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a done deal, though. It's a done deal. Uh, CJ McCullough gets traded. Dame, he's still in... Uh, he's still in Portland. Should he leave? Didn't they just pay him? They did. This is what Dave had to say when he was asked about him leaving. Okay. A lot of players around the league um, respect the loyalty you have towards your team. And then there are those that would like to see you play in a bigger market. Um, What would it take for you, Damian Lillard, to position yourself to better your chances in winning a championship? Um, I mean, I think for every person that says, you know, I want to see him on a big stage and I want to see him go to a bigger market and all these things. Like, of course, those things have have pros, but, you know, nobody ever wants to talk about the, the cons. And if you, you take that step and you go somewhere and it's not where it seems to be and it doesn't work out or 
the injury happens and you don't, you haven't established as much rapport with, with that team and they choose one guy over the next guy and now you trade it to a third team and things can fall apart. That I mean, and that may never happen, but um, it's just a lot of things that you, you can't control. So um, you got to consider both sides. Um, but for me, I think it would have to come down to my team saying, look, we're going in a different direction and we don't want to we don't want to hold you hostage, basically. And, you know, what, what route do you want to go? Uh, but just like for every person that has that to say, I'm saying, OK, if everybody doesn't think I can do it in Portland and we can't win in Portland, what does it mean and what happens when we do? You know, like if we actually go and do it, what is that? Then what, where does that put me? You know, where does that put my legacy and where does that put my career? If my whole career, everybody's been saying, you know, he should go to this team or he should go to a bigger market and all these things. So like at the end of the day, if we just go and win it, then what, what is that? Where does that put me? You know what I'm saying? And that's how I see it. It's like, I want, I want that day to come. So, um, unless the team is like, we going in a different direction. We want to start all over and we want to, um, let you go on to another team or whatever. I mean, that's the only way that will happen probably. Yo, Dame, stop it, bro. Stop it. I get it. I get it. Part of me gets it, but come on, bro. Ain't nobody believing that. You first of all, you know you're not getting the chip there. This, you know what this reminds me? This reminds me of KD. I mean, not K, yeah. Uh KG, Kevin Garnett. All them years he was in Minnesota wasting away, dog. Putting forth his heart and soul, everything but balling out. That year that they had a chance, and they they were like the one seed in, in Minnesota, and they was cooking and everything like that. And then just got put out the playoffs by a better team. I think they played the Lakers or somebody, got put out. Um uh Oh, his his uh, documentary joint on Showtime. Anything is possible. That joint like that. That joint like that. No, Kevin Garnett joint. Oh, that joint like that. Definitely go peep that. Uh, it's called Anything's Possible. That joint like that. But like, even KG knew dog. He was like, "Young, I got to make a move because I can't. I'm not gonna be able to win here." And he ended up going to the Celtics. And they end up having just the right situation to win. And I know, I know when you like leave a team and you like try to go over here and win, it may not, the grass ain't always greener, you know. We know that. But like, bro, to keep it all the way a buck with you, it ain't in Portland, bro. Win is not that- there. That being said, we act like it's parity in the NBA, like it's most places. It's two or three teams with a chance to win every year. Are those two or three teams looking for Damian Lillard? Is that third guy? Is that second guy? Like, we talking about the Lakers. We talking about the Nets, if they can stay healthy. Like, it's in the Warriors, like, have probably won the last, out of the last 15 years, you're going to have the championships come out of, 90% of the championships come out of, like, those players on those teams. So I get like people saying like, you're not going to win in Portland, but we're acting like he's automatically one of them guys that's going to end up on a big three. That's going to win a chip. Like it's not enough of those super teams to go around. Who are you going to pair them up with? They're not going to give you Westbrook. I mean, they're not going to take, uh, they not take Portland's not going to take Westbrook to get, you know what I mean? So like, but they would love to have, they would love to have a little over Westbrook. Of course, but that move is not going to happen. So where are you sending him? Like, because you got to trade him. It has to be a tradable asset that they're going to give up their best player, one of their best players in franchise history. What are you getting back? So so what move is being made that's going to put him on a championship team? Which would have to be the Nets, the Warriors, the Lakers. They ain't winning no damn chip in Philly. It's just not. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm yeah. And so you it's think worth if you put him on Philly that they're going to win a chip? No, I'm saying if you put him on Philly, 
they in a conversation for a chip now. It's a viable, it's a true reality that can be grasped. Right now, it don't matter what combination you put with Portland. They not winning a chip. Like it's just not, it's not even, it's not even fathomable or possible. Well, I'm I'm gonna tell you, Philly ain't winning no chip, and that's not fathomable or possible. I, I think the percentages are higher for Philly if they got Dame Lillard there. Let's say if it's Dame, uh, Tobias Harris, and, and uh, Embiid, I think that that's a much more formidable, uh, like, option to win a chip than. 98% of like the league, dog. I mean, we when you talk about a chip, you talking about really like five teams. I'm the talking Brooklyn about Brooklyn Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Then the Phoenix Suns and the the Warriors. And the Lakers maybe if they if they if, if they, they make that move to get a point guard, yeah. But dog I mean, I just don't see it really happening anywhere. And I don't see Damian Lillard as the guy that's going to put a big two. I mean, if he's a third player, maybe. But I think that Portland team has been really good. And I don't think where he may end up is going to be significantly better than the best Portland teams that he's been on. He's an undersized guard. It's hard for undersized guards to dominate the game. They are. But... To assume that just going somewhere, like look at the Nets. These members, you we just everybody swore up and down. Like when you put that team together, they were instantly gonna be in the running for a chip. And these Bamas can't get healthy. And they can't get right. And it looks like they may not have gotten the coaching decision right. So Well, we know the coaching decision was wrong. We already know that. We 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 been told you that. But like great players can over overshadow bad coaching. I mean, I just, I just feel like when you you if you've been in Portland for as long as Damian Lillard's been in Portland, trying to get them Bamas a chip and make them viable, um, I mean, at some point you gotta you gotta try a different deck of cards, dog, and just see if you get something else can work. I mean, I'm not saying it's a guarantee; it's never a guarantee. But like sitting in there just wasting away is like. I get it, but the chip a chip ain't in the cost for everybody, though. It's a lot of great NBA players that never want a chip. And I just, like, sometimes you chase that drink. He knows he's some, if he ends up playing his whole career in Portland, dog, his legacy there will be something different than if he starts chasing chips and ends up on two or three different teams and go, like, maybe throw him on the he, Lakers, well, he throw said, him on he Philly. He made that statement. He said that you could, you could end up finding yourself jumping team to team. But like, dog, it's just, still, even still, look at Ray Allen, dog. That mama did it too. He realized he, he got like, chips. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to make. He ain't get them beforehand, no, Aaron. He wallowed away on the team for a long, long time, being the guy. And then he was like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Something's got to give. And nobody, and if we sit here, would none of, none of us say he could win a chip on his own or like he would be the like X factor. But what he is, is he's a, he's a good enough basketball player that's going to elevate the team. He's going to elevate confidence to other players around. That's why if I'm Damian Lillard, I'm, I mean, and I'm saying, I don't even have the answers, but I, but I know that the answer is not important. And whether he stays or goes, he going to have a cemented legacy. But his legacy is only going to be capped off if he don't try whatever he can to get a chip. I we talk about how important the chip is, dog. It's important. I don't. I don't. Like I, that whole horn for a ring thing to me is overrated. That's that's a ESPN narrative, dog. Like, and I get it. Like that's what you play for. But at the same time, dog, everybody's not hoeing for it, dog. It's, it doesn't mean not that he doesn't want to win it badly. But it's not worth joining forces with other squads to everybody. And, and like we laugh, like people was mocking and laughing at KD talking about the choice he made to go with the Warriors and win a ring. Like, so where chips. do you draw the line? 
Dog, Wait, but, but I'm not saying, They say it's not clown, worth I the never, same as another chick. That, but that's what I'm saying. I never clowned uh, KD. I was one of the few people who were just like, like, what you play the game for, dog? I'm Aaron. You already know. I'm going to the. I'm going to the best Bamas on my team. I'm trying to play with the best Bamas. I don't. I. My, right, my, but you're not wife, going and joining like, forces like, with other Bamas, dog. Yes, I am. I want the best Bamas, dog. You you think so, I want So Bamas hey. didn't come try to get you on other squads? You know yes. Bamas was like, hey, young, you should come play dog, with us. And you so, said so, no. So, that, so this is the thing. This is the thing. That's when I was being stupid, dog. And, and, it, was, <laughs> and it was my team. So it's hard when, it, when it's your team. And it's like you created a team. Because I couldn't lead a team if I put all the pieces together. But, dog. Once I was like a free agent, just out here, just hooping and playing. I'm playing with the best back. What team, dog? Y'all two hundred and zero. Sign me up, dog. All I gotta do is stand in the corner and hit cash out. Dog, it make get, it easy. It get buried dog. at the bottom of the bitch. You instead dog, of playing thirty listen, minutes a game, listen, you playing listen. eleven minutes a game. Hey, good, hey, good <laughs> pass, youngin. <laughs> Nigga no. lying. Harold have been furious, fuming. <laughs> like, I'm better than this Bama Young, and they got this, this bum Bama out nah, here in front of me. That only occurs when we lose. When you win, I don't care, dog. I literally be the happiest teammate ever, dog, when we win. But when we lose, that then I start like, hold on, bro. Like, something's got to get. When we win, I don't care. I do not care, dog, about my minutes, nothing. I don't care that much if I'm getting a, if I'm getting a chip, especially like in a tough league. But like, if we in a league and our team is is good, but like we not like we kind of like a borderline squad, and then I'm not getting we not minutes. About, we not talking about over the hill, Harold. We talking about prime Harold and the prime of his athleticism. Yeah, I'm trying. Thinking hope, he a dog. cooker. You not though. You lying. You know you lying. But that, but that, but that's the thing. That's because I knew inside my heart that I was the best Batman. And if you didn't know, you that, felt like you had. I'm on the wrong team. That's the thing. I felt like if you didn't know that I was the best cooker on the team, then I'm on the wrong team. Because any team that I'm gonna be on, they gonna know this Batman is a cooker, cooker, cooker. Play, they gonna play the cookers, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not rocket science. But even when I was on the good teams, like there were times where I had to take some, I had to like take a take a some back seats and stuff, and just like not be the guy. Um, and in those 20. moments, I mean. Under 30. Hold on. In those moments, <laughs> it was difficult. It was difficult to like put my pride aside. But what I would do is when I would get opportunities, I would show why the coach got it wrong. Essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean. I don't know, dog. I don't know. Uh, NFL Super Bowl, we here. Is there any chance for an upset, dog? Can the Bengals? Do the Bengals have a chance to beat the Rams? I was thinking about this earlier. So there's zero percent chance for me. Where's right? Game at? Where? Where is it at? Shit. L.A. L.A. Wow. So they get so, the so- home crowd. Not really, because you know with them Super Bowl tickets and them prices, they getting the crowd of, of the Bamas that oh, got yeah. the bread, really. So zero yeah. percent chance that the Bengals win. But if this Bama Joe Burrow get a chip his second year off of ACL, he leapfrogs Mahomes, dog. He leapfrogs Mahomes. How his legacy? His legacy is ahead of Mahomes, dog. If this Bama, this Bama Mahomes did choke, super choke. And came up short, dog, in, in numerous playoff seasons, dog. If this Bama Burrow in his second year coming off of ACL with a team that is not nearly as talented as the Chiefs are on offense, if he pulls this thing off, dog, he the front runner out of the young dudes, dog. He in the lead. He the one seed. That I don't think he his ability is better than Mahomes. Don't get it messed up. 
Okay. But we talking about legacy for legacy. It ends up being he's like Tom Brady and, and Mahomes becomes Peyton Manning, where this Bama like got all the talent in the world. He's more talented. He's a better quarterback. But for some reason, dog, it's not getting put together when it matters. He choked like they should be in the Super Bowl. If Mahomes didn't choke, they're up twenty one and three. They're in the Super Bowl, and they're probably having a chance to win the Super Bowl. This is second year he came off of ACL tear. He didn't play a full season yet last year, Harold. He didn't get to give y'all the 16 games everybody liked to see first last year. Duh, the Bengals, to, the scrub Bengals are in the Duh, Super Bowl. I'm starting to think, it's part of me, though, that thinks that in a game like this, I could I could see Sean, Sean McVay brain locking up, though. And them doing like some stuff where you like, what are you doing? And I and they know. like they go into a game plan where you're like, what the heck are y'all? Do? Why are y'all trying? No, the like, thing I, you know, I mock Sean McVay because everybody loves him, boy genius. The thing I will give him, the Bama coaches without ego. Out of all these white coaches that get all this genius moniker, he coaches without ego, and he always tries to put the players in the best position possible like it, it never seems like he's trying to feature this or feature that or give himself the credit in the midst of trying to get wins if he got to run the ball you know what I mean and lean on the run he'll do that if the offense got to change from having Todd Gurley to Todd Gurley being sorry and you know what I mean doing something else he'll do that this Bama took uh what's that Jared Goff to the Super Bowl like so he's not gonna be the issue I think the issue is Matt Stafford like, which Matt Stafford are you going to get? Is he going to drag Detroit up there with him and have these brain lapses where he's going to make some terrible decisions and put the team in a bad position where they get down early and might not be able to come back? If Stafford doesn't bury them, dog, I think they automatically win this game. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals, dog. You got to. And, and, and the only reason I'm going with the Bengals is because I'm starting to believe in this Burrow magic, dog. Like, I feel like he's almost... This is a characteristic, too, that some, like, players in sports have when they just... They embrace, like, being underdog. Like, they embrace it. Like, it gives them... Like, it fuels their brain. Like, it basically, like, illuminates their brain. I, it used to happen to me when I used to just like Bama be like, oh dog, we about to smash these Bamas, dog. And like I could see it in my opponent, opponent that they would just like underestimate like our abilities, like they would just judge the book by its cover. And then I'll just be like, okay. Like, I feel like Joe Burrow has that, bro. Now, I know with football, you need more than just that. You need a game plan, a coach, you need players to like step up. But I think that they have enough to make this a game. I don't necessarily I think, think it has injured. to be a... I mean, I think... I agree, but I think the only way it does get in- interesting is with Stafford choking. That's the only way that the Rams don't end up winning the game. And Stafford doesn't even have to be great. If Stafford could give you... 295, two touchdowns and no interceptions, they win by a score, a touchdown. Easy. But if we start adding interceptions in there on their own side of the field or fumble, you know what I mean, sack fumble, just stupid mistakes, then that's when you can end up giving the Bengals the momentum or the confidence to be able to come out um, come out with a win. I just think the Rams, just player for player, are more talented. I think they're coached better. Um, the quarterback, I think, is better on the Bengals. And, of course, the quarterback is always going to give you a chance. But is he enough? Like, can he physically will the Bengals to a I, W? I think, he I think he's going to need some help. I think he can. We going to put some wings on this? Can we get some wings to go with the Mastros? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what, what I got to lose now? I'll, wings, <laughs> I'll take it. I'm going with the with the underdog. Cincinnati Bengals. I think this spread is three and a half right now. So I'm taking the Bengals plus the three and a half. Joe Burrow, do not oh, let Oh, you're not me taking down. them to win. You're taking them nah. to cover. 
Just the cover, dog. Okay, okay. They could, they could win though. That's what I want the wings on. Uh, uh, Bengals win. Bengals win. I do it, dog. You talking Bengals real confident, win. like you believe? Burrow magic, though. I, I do, dog. I, I'm going with the Bengals to win. I'm going with the Bengals to win. I just feel like you know, whenever it seems like you know how sports go, it, just looking on paper. The the Rams are a better team, no question about it. Players, coaching, everything. But sports just doesn't work that way, though. We just know, like, especially sports betting, that never works that way. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna rock with the Bengals, yeah, and see see what Joe Joe Burrow can do. But you're right, he gonna be walking on water if he get a W here. Ain't nobody oh, gonna be he, able to say nothing to yeah. him. He leapfrogging Mahomes. It's gonna be this is gonna be the Brady Mahomes going for. If this man get a chip right here, right now, hmm. and that team is not even as good as I think it could be. They need a lot of O line help. They probably need another receiver. There's uh, they probably need a tight end. There's other pieces that Bengals could use. They're not even I think to the point where you're gonna see Burrow really be able to stick his chest out. But if they keep adding pieces, dog. It's only his second year. I know he old. He was like 25 when they got still, him. Still, yeah. still impressive. Yeah. Still impressive. Uh, follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Uh, share the content. Share the show. Shout out to Wes Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Lance J Radio. Shout out to uh, my man Wes. Uh, my man Mike. Dual Vision. Uh, shout out to everybody who rock with us heavy and we out you can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Google Play just search Other Side of Sports or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980 Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me! How does it feel? Shut up. We've talked about Let me speak. How does that feel? How does that feel?